the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. KBEC. on the Central Coast on this Tuesday, January 16th, 2024. Dave Congleton with you in about an hour. We have a conversation with Courtney Johnson. She's been the director of airports for the last three and a half years. There's plenty to talk about. Mark Burns, after that, talks about uh, commercial real estate in the downtown and why we have so many larger spaces that are empty. Dr. Phil Kissel, neurosurgeon extraordinaire, joins us tomorrow. It is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. Well, yesterday was uh, Martin Luther King holiday. Many of us had the day off. Uh, many of us marked the day in various ways. Up in Paso Robles, I guess they had a special series of ceremonies. And I don't know what it is about Paso Robles, but like the last two or three years... That school district up there is just like one controversy after another. They can't even do a king celebration without controversy. Thankfully, we have Eric Gorham here to sort us through it. Eric, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. How are you doing? I'm right. Is it just me? What is it with that school district up there? It is. It is and that's actually a city <laughs> event, not even a school event. It's just who they, uh, the group. I think there's an MLK um, committee, and they asked this woman to speak, and uh all right, so, walk, so uh, yesterday is Martin Luther King, and they the city decided to have an event? They've been doing it for, I think, like 17, 18 years, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know the exact date. So they've been doing it for a while. Right. Um, it's become kind of a big deal. I think they were one of the first people or cities in the county to um, kind of start doing an event like this on a regular basis. All right, each year they have a different speaker. Yeah, different speaker, different, you know, you know this year I think it was about... Uh, they say uh, <laughs> basically coming together. I can't yeah. remember the, the exact Happy phrase. together. Yeah, something no. like that. Happy, yeah. It was, it was weird. togetherness. Togetherness, is yes. what I wrote down. There's power in togetherness or something like that. And who? Yeah. so somebody in the city actually selects a speaker? There is, I guess, a committee okay. specifically for this day or this event. All and, right. uh, they, they, and I think it's just made up of people throughout the, the city of Paso is my belief. And who did they pick for this year? Uh, Lauren McCoy, who is on, uh, on the um, school board. Lauren McCoy. I do not know her. So she ran. She is, uh, and I, I wouldn't normally bring race into this, but she's an African-American woman pastor. Ding, 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 ding. Kind of similar. You know, <laughs> Martin Luther King was not a woman, but, uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of similar footsteps, I guess, mm. in life. So what's the controversy? We have a, a black woman who's a pastor. Well, there's. A, I've talked to... Great deal of different people here today uh, and yesterday and last week when I originally heard about this, just try to get into the bottom of it. And it came from, so the um, Glee Club and the Drama Pl Club were supposed to perform at this event. The city had asked them or the committee had asked them and they said, yes, they're going to come. And then a week or two ago, uh, from what I'm hearing, they said, we don't uh, like uh, Miss McCoy and... Um, from what I'm hearing, I don't know if this part's true or not. I couldn't verify this, but they wanted to actually uh, 
see the speech and approve it or not have her show up at all. Is because she's black? And the committee said no. Well, the, the other reason, I've heard this two reasons. Some of it is she is a member, I believe, of Moms for Liberty. And some, and part Trouble of the reason, uh, there's an underlying <laughs> reason that I heard kind of started this was her reg- religious beliefs. Um, I'm not these people. I haven't gone and talked to these kids. What I'm hearing, there's actually, you know, this, the district is denying it right now, but it seems like there's four or five um, teachers that actually kind of started this, and they're saying the kids did it. So what actually happened? She gave a speech. She gave the speech. I wasn't. I actually had to work late last night. I was in, here in San Luis, so I didn't get to go. But I heard it was a great event. I heard um, uh, the uh, attendance was the, one of the best they've had. Um, again, I haven't heard the city say that, so I'm just going off of what I heard. And um, the basically the drama club and the glee club said uh, they broke their promise to go perform and boycotted. So they did not. They boycotted. Yeah. Uh, Vili has the article at calcosnews.com. A group of Paso Robles high school students plan to boycott the city's 17th annual Martin Luther King Jr. celebration because they disapprove of the chosen speaker, a black woman. In December, the students in a drama class committed to perform at the January 15th event to be held at the downtown city park. That was before several members of the community objected to having Paso Robles School Board trustee Lauren McCoy, a conservative, provide the keynote speech. Her critics have voiced concerns with McCoy's affiliation with Moms for Liberty. You know much about Moms for Liberty? I know a little bit. I'm no expert. I'm not a member. A uh, group they claim does not support transgender ideology. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, interesting. I did send you Lauren's response. Yeah, uh, which we'll I, get to in a minute. I had asked her to send me something, and she we, did. We invited story. her. She's unable to join us because of a previous conflict. Correct. I, I do not know her. Do you know her at all? I do. I've. Uh, what do you think of her? Um, she seems like a great woman. I don't know her well. We go to some of the same events. She's done uh, a lot of times. She's a great singer, actually. She a lot of times she's singing the national anthem at the events I go to. Um, but these are mostly political events. We we're both conservative, so I do run into her. Um, but you know, we're not having dinner, or lunch together, or anything. Well, now, Trustee Kenny Any of the Paso Robles School Board, he wants an investigation. Yes. Well, I think he's looking at basically wants to know if these teachers were involved or not and if they got put the kids up to it. Um, from what I'm hearing, there was a handful of teachers. I don't really want to name people off, no. but um, there is a handful of teachers um, and they kind of push the kids into this. Um, and so I guess he wants to know if that's what happened. What do you think about all this? You know, I, I think that, you know, especially the togetherness, the whole thing, it, it just further separates us. Um, you know, performing at the at this event, this has been a great event. I've seen, you know, a lot of people throughout the county, whether, I, you know, Bruce Gibson was there last year. I mean, a lot of people show up to this event. I don't know if he was there this year, but a lot of political people from yeah, he's been elected. He's throughout there. the county show up to the right. <laughs> but, you know, it is kind of a big deal. A lot of people come down there, and I think it's a missed opportunity for the school to be there and, you know, kind of show what they can do. And it kind of, you know, you had basically Martin Luther King, who's one of his main messages was unity. And we kind of showed that we're not united and we, we're not able to look at other people's uh, ideologies or opinions. So were any of the groups from the high school involved or did they all boycott? 
from what I heard, it was a glee club and the drama club that was asked to perform, and they said they would not. Mm-hmm. And I, there was actually, and I don't know this for a fact, but on Thursday or Friday, I drove by the high school, and there was like a class of kids with. I couldn't, you know, without crashing into the person in front of me, but I don't know if they were kind of protesting it, but they're out in front of the high school. Protesting. Something. I, 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 when I put they're it kids. all together, they're I, kids. Was, I was thinking it was probably, and there was teachers with them. It was like they were walking them during class in front of the high school, but I couldn't, like, it, I wasn't paying attention. I couldn't really read what it was saying, but I'm having a feeling it had to do with this. All right, Eric Gorham on this broadcast explained to us the latest controversy out of Pastor Robles. What did or did not happen yesterday? And why did some students protest the invitation to Lauren McCoy to be the speaker at the Martin Luther King celebration in Paso Robles? When we come back, I've got Lauren's response that I will share with you. We're live, we're local, we're hometown. This is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. Eric Gorham on this broadcast. We're trying to sort out what happened, what didn't happen yesterday in Pastor Robles as they tried to celebrate Martin Luther King Day, but it didn't uh, go off without some controversy, which is why we're talking. And it involved uh, Pastor Robles School Board trustee Lauren McCoy, who was the guest speaker, right, Eric? Yeah, she was a keynote speaker. So this is what uh, she wrote to Eric and myself. It wasn't about race. This is referring to yesterday. It wasn't about race. And it wasn't the city that was trying to cancel me. It was a small but loud group of people. I know who they are. Hiding behind a computer screen. Gathering their friends who don't even really know what's going on. Making threats and spewing nothing but lies about what they think they know about me uh, based upon me being a follower of Jesus, being a member to what they call a hate group, a.k.a. Moms for Liberty, and me publicly saying that I do not want transgender ideology being taught in our school system, which they all took as I hate any and all LGBTQ people. That was and will never be true. God has called me to love all people. I don't have to like what you do, just like I wouldn't like the actions of a drug addict or a person that lies obsessively. But that doesn't mean I don't love them and treat them like I want them to be treated. Although I wish you wouldn't compare a gay person to a drug addict, but that's just me. For the last two years, this group of people have done nothing but spew hate, lies, and judgments that are just not true. My character has always spoken for itself, and there's plenty of proof of that. My hope is that our community as a whole stops the hate and starts treating people how they want to be treated. You can't say you want people to accept you how you are, but in the same breath do the complete opposite to someone you don't agree with. That just doesn't make any sense. Stop the hate, stop the judgment, stop the lies, and stop. start communicating. If you don't want to do that and learn who people really are, then be quiet, and that's for everybody. What's your reaction to what she just said? No, I, I get where she's coming from, and I think um, you know what I'm hearing is uh, this this group of kids and is hanging this on the uh, Moms for Liberty and the LGBTQ issue, and uh, you know her, I 
I think her response is basically what I've talked to her about in the past and different people about is they don't think it should be taught in schools or, you know, it's, I think it's uh, especially to the younger kids or, you know, we're, we're basically putting sexuality in front of our kids, but they can't smoke. They can't. There's a whole list of things we they can't do until they're 18. But you can change your sex. You can do all these things at a very young age. And, you know, some of these kids don't even really understand what they're doing at this time. And I think her her idea is let's keep it out for now. That's something they need to do and uh, figure out as an adult what they want to do with their lives. Well, looking at this, and I've got I've got no dog at this hunt. The, the first question for me is, is this woman qualified to speak? Well, she's a member of the school board. Uh, she is African-American. Uh, why not? Yeah, and a pastor. Yeah, <laughs> pastor. Uh, why not? I was not there. You were not there. But uh, monitoring the media, there doesn't seem to be anything of significant controversy that she said. She seemed to talk about togetherness. Yeah, and I don't think you go to uh, MLK uh, event and kind of start speaking about your your views on. Um, LGBTQ issues. This is this was about Martin Luther King. I'm, I'm sure she kept her remarks to that. I've from what I've heard from many people, is it was a great event and she had a great speech and she kept it to what it should have been about. Well, she should have been allowed to speak. Correct. And yeah. if if you didn't like it, you, you're welcome to leave. If you didn't like it, you're welcome to write to the city and say that was an inappropriate speech. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I, and from what I heard, it was an appropriate speech, and I'm glad that the. City kind of uh, didn't uh, cancel her. Was was there an attempt to cancel her? Yeah, they they went to the school for what I or they went to the city or the uh, the committee that's uh, MLK committee and asked that she be canceled. And the other request I heard, I don't know if it's true, is that they wanted to approve the speech and see the pr- speech in advance. Um, they the group didn't allow them, or the committee said no to all and kept her on the as the keynote speaker. Craig is typing up a storm over there. Craig, what do you think? I just find it interesting that they protested a black Christian on the day celebrating a black Christian who believes in Christianism. Christianity. (laughs) Christianism? Wow. Christianity. Really? And the things that are taught in that religion, and, and they don't, do they not see, like, where they're maybe erring or... Where maybe they should step back and uh, just let someone come out and speak, and because right now it's become a bigger thing than it actually was. Correct. I mean, it was somebody I I never would have heard of this. I live in Los Osos. I never heard a single thing until now, and now I'm up in arms, and now I'm uh, see what you learned from you listening know. to the show. <laughs> and now it's it's kind of driving me crazy. So I, I but once yeah. again I always default back to they're just kids. Correct, and and in my opinion, and from what I'm hearing, I, I, that's why I think uh, they want a, a deeper investigation. They believe there's four to five teachers that kind of push these kids into doing. This. Yeah, if it's the teachers pushing their agenda and using the kids as a a sword and shield uh, to get across their own agendas, then that's when there should be an issue. On the Stolberg text line, Susan checks in. Hey, Susan. Moms for Liberty is big on pressuring school boards to pull books from school libraries, labeling them pornography. I don't support that, but I do believe the guest speaker should have been allowed to speak at the program. Yeah, and, and one of the things I've, I've you hear a lot about book banning right now, and um, I think 
the librarian and the school board's duty is to curate what's appropriate to the age groups that the library is for. So I, I don't always know that it's book banning more than curating. I, I can't speak on every issue. I'm sure there's been people that ban books or whatever, but I think it's more curation and not having what could be considered pornography in front of an 8-year-old or 12-year-old. Um, and I've seen some of the books that the state has approved and um, I'm, I'm, I think if a lot of parents saw them, they'd, they'd They'd be a little angry. Just as an aside, I love the fact, though, that in Florida, some of Bill O'Reilly's books have been banned. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but I think yeah. when it comes to school, the the duty is to curate, not to ban. And um, I'm, that's just my opinion. So, Trustee Annie wants an investigation. Do you want an investigation, Eric? I think if these kids were put up to this and kind of facilitated by um, a handful of teachers, yes, I, I have a, I know who these teachers are, and um, it wouldn't. What would it be? What pass. would be the crime? I, I don't know if it's. I mean, I, that's not for me to figure out. I think that you should know if you're putting if you're putting your ideology on these kids and having them do things. It just shouldn't belong there. I have a friend of mine. Um, he's been retired. He worked at the high school. He sat on the board. And as a kid, he was one of, I, I never, he was never a teacher of mine, but I knew his kids. I would never know where he sat politically. He's pretty far to the right, but you would yeah. never know this man as a teacher or as somebody that was on the board where he stood because he never brought it into it and it shouldn't be brought into it ever by any teacher, by anybody on the board, et cetera. It should just. So you'd be concerned if it were found out that there were teachers who were actively encouraging the students to boycott. Correct. And, you know, I had problems with this when COVID broke out with my daughter. I had to pull her out of a class because that first year the classes kind of went nowhere. It turned into a kind of a, it was a, I think a history class and it turned into a liberal studies. When I say liberal studies, I don't, I mean that basically kind of woke studies. And she, when she protested, she was afraid that she was going to be punished. So I ended up having to go to the board and the principal. They pulled her out of the class because she was concerned that she was going to be punished for not having the same views as the teacher. All right, let's uh, take a break and check in with California Headline News and ABC Radio News. Craig updates us with Time Saver Traffic and Weather Together. Mr. Gorham is sticking around. We'll walk in your phone calls and read your text messages. Pastor Robles, school board trustee, invited to speak at a Martin Luther King celebration. But she's conservative. A mom's for liberty. Can we have that? What's the controversy? Let's talk. This is Hometown Radio. Tomorrow on Hometown Radio, neurosurgeon extraordinaire Dr. Phil Kissel is with us. Also, boy, we haven't heard from David Blakely in forever. Former uh, District 5 County Supervisor and wants to do something different, pay tribute to a relative of his. Ingrid Pierce, just back from Antarctica and South America. It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. Courtney Johnson, director of airports, will be our guest during the 5 o'clock hour. We'll certainly include your phone calls and text messages on that conversation. Meanwhile, we are back with Eric Gorham here at my invitation. What happened yesterday up in Paso Robles? 
they had a Martin Luther King celebration. According to you, Eric, they've been doing this for years. Yeah, 17 years, I guess, is what Karen said on there. No controversy, as far as you can recall? Not that I ever recall. It's been a good event, and it's gotten bigger, I think, every year. City has this event, and they have uh, music, and they have speakers. I mean, uh, there was one here in San Luis Obispo that uh, uh, Mayor Stewart spoke at. I mean, it's not just Pastor Robles, but Paso can't do anything, apparently, without controversy. So they invited Lauren McCoy. She is a member of the school board. She's a duly elected public official. She's African-American. She's a pastor. And it's Martin Luther King Day. But apparently some did not like that idea. Remind folks what happened. Yeah, so the drama and glee club, from my understanding, uh, went to the committee and asked them to ban ban her. They said they would not, so they boycotted the event. They were, they were both supposed to... Um, present do i'm not sure exactly what they were presenting out there but they were supposed to put on a show or sing or whatnot all right paul's in san luis on kvec hi paul hello dave hi paul i, I don't know i haven't listened to the whole show but i think what's being left out here is the fact that the moms for liberty probably probably what people are upset about is the moms for liberty in tennessee tried to ban a martin luther king book from a school library maybe that's why people don't want somebody from a group that tried to ban Martin Luther King books from the school library from speaking at a Martin Luther King celebration. Yeah, but that wasn't this chapter. And it wasn't what they said. Oh, it they, wasn't? No, they said it was um, the views on LGBTQ, um, and it, it really appears to be from a handful of teachers kind of guiding these students into this. Um, but, yeah, they said it was her views because she didn't want um, – uh, some of these books, or not books, but uh, teachings in, some, some, in the classes. She thought the kids were too young for that at this stage in life. Okay. Well, I, I tell you what. I, I, I saw the story, and I know that the Moms for Liberty did try and ban Martin Luther King books from a school in Tennessee. Right. And, and so they tried to do that. I, I don't care that it's from a different chapter. It's just like saying, well, that KKK member over there is from a different chapter than the people that burned a cross. You know, so, you know, they, it's, it's still the Moms for Liberty. They still have the same agenda. And they, it wasn't just Martin Luther King books that they tried to ban in Tennessee. It was anything that had to do with civil rights. Like uh, Ruby Bridges, the first girl that went to uh, the integrated schools in New Orleans. They wanted that book banned for some reason. Well, let me ask you this, Paul. Should should any conservatives be allowed to speak on Martin Luther King Day? Do you have a problem with that? <laughs> well, it depends what the... You know, not all conservatives try to ban books, okay? There's people that are conservatives that that aren't racist, okay? But there are some, like the Moms for Liberty, that... that are racist, that want to see Martin Luther King books banned, that doesn't want any books that have to do with civil rights and what it was like in the 1950s and 1960s before the Civil Rights Act. Those people, really, I don't care to hear from them, especially on Martin Luther King Day. Now, they could go and talk at their, their cross burnings, but on Martin Luther King Day, no, I don't want to hear from somebody representing that group. Eric, so, you so, so you think that the African-American woman that's a pastor is burning crosses, Paul? That's, that's not what, what I said. About. I said she's part of the, the, of so, the Moms for Liberty, which... <laughs> 
tried to censor a book about Martin Luther King. Do you understand, right. Eric? Uh, here, well, I understand your moral equivalencies that don't make any sense, because that's insult. like saying Scalia, the guy that Scott shot Scalia was a Democrat, those, therefore all Democrats are dangerous. It's just a no, stupid thing to say. That, that's not what I'm saying, Eric. I'm no, you are, you sir. You really are. It, it, I won't even entertain okay. that kind of idiot. Hey, hey, guys, I, I got another hour and a half here. <laughs> Eric, listen. This woman represents the, the Moms for Liberty. They tried to to censor a Martin Luther King book right. at so, a school library, and they want her to speak at a Martin Luther King celebration. Well, I guess the question there, Paul, would be whether or not this woman feels that the Martin Luther King book should be banned. If she does, then I agree with you. But I just wouldn't want to assume that she is in support of that. Tennessee is not California. And I can't even, I don't know the events around Tennessee. I've never even, I mean, it's the first time I'm hearing of it. I don't really look at Tennessee. As They're far things. more conservative than we are. <laughs> well, well, Eric, I, I kind of think that that might have something to do with it more than the, you know, the, the gay rights thing. Well, that's uh, the statement me, they made. For yeah. me, that's, that's why I would have a problem with it, is because of their, their stance on, uh, what do they call it, DEI, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. critical race there. So my my opinion, you know, it, it, separate from the the gay rights, is I have a problem with them speaking at a Martin Luther King Day celebration based on their racial policies. Fair enough. Okay. All right, Paul. Thank you. But sure. as you have said, the faculty were involved. Their reason for yeah. concern was specifically Ms. McCoy's. Positions in LGBTQ yeah. and and the policies. I've only seen really two policies come, and I'm no expert, but the, I looked on their website today, and I've looked on it before in the past. And really, what they kind of hung their hat on was keeping some of this material away from kids and the medical mandates from COVID. That's what I know. This group has kind of hung its hat on. Um, I've never really heard of. Them. I'm not saying it. Not true. I just, I don't know about it. I can't speak to it. So here we go. We're welcoming your calls, reading your text messages, 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Eric Gorham is here. Eric and I are having a perfectly lovely conversation. This woman, they threatened to boycott her. She was allowed to speak. They allowed her to speak. Uh, Eric and I are defending her right to speak. I may not agree with everything she says, but I defend her right to speak. You just heard Paul find it totally inappropriate that this woman would be allowed to speak because of what somebody else said in Tennessee. Correct. <laughs> and, and I've never heard the local group here. I know a handful of people that are in it. I've never heard them even speak on race um, or have it as an agenda item. It's mostly, um, I think, these, like I said, the mandates and LGBTQ issues, thinking that children are too young to learn about this or have certain material put in front of them. 805-543-8830-800-549-5832. We're reminded on the Stolberg line that dictionaries have just been banned by a Florida school board. <laughs> what don't they do in Florida, I guess? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, But yeah, I, I don't necessarily agree with some of the book banning things, but again, I think it's curation when it's when you're talking about kids and sexuality and what they need to know at what age. But the question here is whether or not this woman had the right to speak at a Martin Luther King celebration yeah. when she's African-American pastor, elected school board member. Correct. And I'm saying even though I may not agree with everything that she would typically say, 
I am not aware of anything she said yesterday that was offensive or controversial, and I defend her right to be the speaker. Correct. And, you know, I, I, but apparently I, nobody agrees with me. <laughs> nobody agrees with me. You all agree with Paul. Nobody's agreeing with me. <laughs> well, when, I, when I've heard uh, Lauren speak a few times, and, and this may be an accept, uh, upsetting issue, too, because um, I think she speaks about uh, equality, but not necessarily equity. And I think it's been a problem in the Paso schools because you have these two, you have the right and you have the left, and there's a lot of battling going on, and they're using the kids to do the battle, uh, at least in this instance, using the kids to do their battle. It's too bad. On the Stolberg line, your liberal caller, literally the ones creating and promoting the other grouping of anyone they think they won't like. Let's hear from Leslie on KVEC. Hey, Leslie. Hi, Dave. Hey, Leslie. Uh, hi, dear Jeff. Hi. Uh, very interesting program. Um, I've only caught the first parts of it, but um, we had a woman who I think she's running for the state assembly up in Monterey County and here who brought a fourth grade textbook. It was a sex ed textbook to pass around to our members a few months ago. And frankly, I was appalled at the stuff that was in this book. Uh, it certainly wasn't appropriate for eight and nine or ten year old kids. I can tell you that. There were very graphic line drawings, uh, all the adult words you would normally use. Uh, it was just appalling. And most of the members of our club are pretty old. They might have grandkids that have been in school, but it's been a long time. And, uh, you know, I don't know why this lady wasn't allowed to speak. Maybe well, she, she was. She, speak. she did speak. Uh, she did speak. Uh, Okay, but okay. You know, I don't know why people are against her. I mean, I would think to speak of Martin Luther King saying, all you basically got to do is be black, right? Because, you know, isn't that kind of the main thing? You want to celebrate black people. And so if she doesn't fit the mold of the liberal victim black person, then suddenly she's not really black. And I think that's terrible. I think she should be allowed to speak. And if people don't like her, they don't have to listen to her. But uh, in regard to the books, there are some pretty awful books out there, and I really don't think they're age-appropriate. What about uh, Kenny Annie on the school board wanting this to be investigated? Do we go that far, Leslie? Well, I don't know. I mean, aren't there other things they need to be looking at more than that? I mean, I don't know. I don't live up there, so I don't follow it that closely. So I'll just kind of leave it at that. I just don't know. The only the only negative I see is you shouldn't if teachers were involved in this and they kind of put the kids you shouldn't be using your students as pawns and that's the only reason I'd want it investigated to make sure these teachers aren't using students as their pawns to push their political agenda nor using school resources correct mm-hmm. yeah yeah I would I would agree with that you know uh, teachers really should be neutral about all this stuff and I really feel that way because. If you're going to encourage diversity in a classroom, that means diversity of thought Mm -hmm. as well as diversity of, you know, race, sexual orientation, blah, 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 blah. And I think the only way you can really encourage open discussion is to not have a teacher that has a set mindset and that intimidates everybody else or creates antagonism. And I really think they should be neutral on all this stuff so that kids can actually learn to develop their own thoughts and ideas. What a concept. But I don't think that happens too much. No, what a concept. Leslie, good to hear from you. Thanks for dialing in. And one of the things I think Paso has done very well in the last 17 years is just kind of create unity around this event. And um, 
up until this year and i don't think paso had a real say in it but it's been very unifying i think for the community and for the county because like i said people come from all over the county to go to this event Aaron gorham on this broadcast uh, explaining and reacting to what did and did not happen yesterday in paso robles in an event honoring dr king we'll come back for a final segment we're live we're local we're hometown radio Glad to have you with us as we enter our final segment with Eric Gorham, talking about Laureen McCoy of the Paso Robles School Board, invited to speak yesterday at a Martin Luther King event up in Paso Robles, and uh, certain groups at the high school uh, threatened to boycott if she wasn't removed, but she was allowed to speak, and I agree with that decision, even though I may not agree with uh, Ms. McCoy. If you went to an event... And she started saying stuff you don't like, you you walk away. I don't know. Pack it up. Uh, the Stolberg text line. Uh, this group is anti-LG. I, let me rephrase that. Talk about Moms for Liberty. Moms for Liberty is anti-LGBTQ. So I can understand why these kids would boycott any event with a Moms for Liberty member speaking. Well, unfortunately, though, and when it comes to a lot of these issues, LGBTQ, um, et cetera, you have one side saying, if you don't fully agree with everything we say, you're anti. And you've seen that even more with Southern, uh, what is it, uh, uh, Southern Poverty Law Center. Poverty or Law. In, in about 2020, they went off the wire with more opinions and actually got sued quite a few times for defamation and lost. But that's kind of the tactic for the last four years. If you don't agree with us 100%, you're a bigot. You're this, you're that. And what Lauren and most of these teachers are, and people are saying, or not teachers, but board members that I know are saying is, this is not age appropriate. And that turns into you hate LGBTQ if you think a five-year-old shouldn't learn about it. Well, I'm just <laughs> trying to get to whether or not a conservative has the right to speak at a Martin Luther King presentation. And if young people are right in necessarily boycotting that, 805-543-8830. If you want in on the conversation, we need to hear from you now, please. On the text line, on the Stahlberg text line, I always want to ask people in conversation regarding banning speech or written opinion. My question would be, at what age for the child did you begin to allow yourself to use curse words? At what age... Did you accept that yourself? I don't understand that yeah, question. Sure. I'm sorry. Let's take a call. We got Lance on KVEC. Hi, Lance. Hey, Dave. How you doing? Good, Lance. Thanks. Good. You know, I, I uh, before I get into the topic, I did a quick search of uh, proposed bans, banned books, age-appropriate books in Tennessee, and I couldn't find one Martin Luther King book. And this was this was out of the Tennessean. Uh, that was uh, the list was over 300 books dated like uh, December 13th of 2023. So it's about a month old. So I don't know what books Paul was talking about. I hope he would text in with titles uh, because I couldn't find any MLK books proposed to be banned in uh, Tennessee. All right. Having said that, what about the issue? You you know, it, it just, it just really goes to show that she's the wrong kind of black. And I remember that from my Berkeley days. You're the wrong kind of black. Meaning? Meaning you don't fit the narrative, so you're not the right kind of black. Um, the, the gentleman, uh, uh, I can't think, uh, Larry Elder, 
ran. He's he's a he's a national or he's a white supremacist. Paul basically was calling this woman a white supremacist, like she's going to a cross burning because she associates with Moms for Liberty. And it's like, well, you don't fit the narrative of who you're supposed to be, which is totally racist, saying all black people have to be this. We even have a president who says, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. I mean, this is this is nothing. Nobody is calling this stuff out. Your previous uh, segment, the hour before, same thing. She could not say anything about the left being anti-Semitic. And we have people in Congress who are celebrating October 7th. There's a lot there, Lance. Hang on. So, you know, what I think of, and I thought about this on the last segment, is you have tenured left-wing activists that are professors, I mean, they're professors tenured, and they're basically getting together, showing us their ideologies, and since they're tenured college professors, we're just supposed to take that as academia. And yeah, but guys, we talked about Pastor Robles yesterday. <laughs> it does, but that <laughs> bugs me because I hear guests say that. Yeah, I've okay. heard professors on this show yeah. say that, and it's just like, yeah. oh yeah, we're just supposed to listen to your ideology. What else, Lance? No, it, it's yeah. Let's bring it back home and and really say what it is. She does not fit the narrative of what we people think that black people should be. So we have to boycott her. She doesn't fit our narrative of what black people should be. Comment on that. No, there is this, like what you said, it's um, almost what Biden said. It's, uh, you know, you're, if, you're, you're, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. There is that attitude. If you're not liberal, you're not black. And it's kind of weird, you know. Lance, thank you. We've got Dan in the Tascadero. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dave. Hi, Hi Dan. Eric. Hi. Hi. Hi guys. Uh, yeah, my my idea or comment on this is they know who the teachers were. It was they they, they mentioned it on the radio up North County who they were, and I think they should be fired. No no ifs ands or buts. They shouldn't be pulling that stuff with high school kids or elementary kids. You know, it's they should be gone. They shouldn't be pulling this stuff. They start pulling in their their political ideas or their other ideas, they should go. They should just teach the kids how to learn. We'll talk about that, Dan. Thank you for the call. You want them fired? Yeah, I, I want teachers, and I, maybe the the boat has sailed out of the harbor on this one, but I don't want them to teach their ideologies or their politics, no matter what side of the aisle they sit. John's in San Luis. Hi, John. Hey, how's it going? We're good. John, what's your take on this? Uh, this is all very simple, and we'll talk about the protesters. They're not judging this on the color of her skin, but by the content of her character. They think that her character is flawed, correct? Apparently, yes. Yeah. Okay, well, let's take that in, uh, and say, well, I think her character is fine. They think her character is flawed. It's all subjective. It's It's whatever you may think, so... I mean, we can take it further and, and put it into perspective like this. Both sides of the aisle could pretty much agree, most of us, that a pedophile has blood character. But if you ask the pedophile, what is he going to say? It's all subjective. So this is never going to go anywhere. They think she's flawed. 
I think she's fine. I think they're flawed. They think I'm flawed. It's just the way it is. So what about the I teachers mean, in all this, John? Should they be investigated like Kenny Annie wants them to be? No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. My kids never went to public school, and I wouldn't send them there. That's just the way it is. So you, and there's you, and there's 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 teachers in private schools too that have the, there's the same thing. You're not going to ever get away from that totally. So, uh, but no, that's that's ridiculous. So you just you just walk away from it and let it let it be. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I I find it odd though that these kids did this. I remember being in high school. I couldn't tell you who was on the board, let alone their political beliefs, etc. So putting your students up to something, just to me, the moral compass is way off on that one, just to say the very least, if that's what happened. John, what else? Well, you know, that's, I mean, like I said, it's all subjective. I mean, I think there's flawed teachers and there's great teachers. I mean, and somebody, think of a, look at all the parents that think that those teachers that may have been behind that, they don't think they're flawed. They think they're fine. And I'm never going to be able to convince those parents or anybody else that, of my views they're mine and i just think that we're all like spinning things it's it's just way too easy of a it's too simple it really is it's just based on your personal beliefs i'm glad you called john thank you very much yeah that's uh, that one is kind of hard for me just because i don't think teachers should be using resources or manipulating their students and that's maybe what happened here. I don't know for a fact. But it's well, what if it's, sounds... just to side with the teachers for a minute, what if it's a teachable moment? What if, what if they went to the students and said, do you know who this person is? I want you to go to research them. And then the students went out and did some research, and then they decided, oh, I can't support that. It is possible, knowing... That would be legitimate to me. It would be legitimate, but knowing three of the people that I'm hearing did this, it's ideal. It's ideology. Mm. If they did it, I'm not. I, I. There's no proof they did or didn't, but it sure sounds like it. At the one minute mark, any uh, update on the Bruce Gibson recall? I know you're not involved. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. I know you're not involved. Uh, they had the kickoff <laughs> on Sunday. I heard it was successful. It was over at Atascadero Lake Park. They kind of had a signing session. I know they're going to be at different places around uh, District 2 having people sign. Uh, I think they're going to get out there and force. What, you and, know what the deadline is? Um, I think it's been going on for around 10 to 15 days. It's 120 days. They have to get approximately 7,500 signatures. And, and it has to be from people who were in the district. The, yeah, what's called the Patton District, too. If you voted for Bruce Jones or for Bruce Gibson, you're in that district. And, um, and you know, there's places, Republican headquarters. I know you can go down between, I think, uh, 10 and 6, six days a week, Monday through. And is it tonight that they have the special... Board of Supervisors meeting or redistricting? Um, I know there was a Board of Supervisors today. I'm, I'm not 100%. I'll have to double-check that. Anyway, nice job, Eric Gorham. Thanks for coming in. Short final thought? You know, the final thought is I decided to do something. Every year I kind of take a saying and I try to live my life by it. This year it was a Martin Luther King, so I'll leave you with uh, forgiveness is not an occasional act. It's a constant attitude. I like that. All right, Eric, forgive me, but our time is up. Appreciate your time. Off we go. News, traffic, weather. Let's meet Courtney Johnson. She's flying in as the director of airports. Let's talk.
the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111 911.